All right, good morning. We um, are deep into this discussion about what Jewish is. What does it mean to be Jewish? And um, in general, we said that there's two stages, uh, two layers of our connection to Hashem. There's a connection to Hashem that we have because of our um, patriarchs, our Mitzvah and Yaakov, and our matriarchs, Zorif Korach and Leah. Then there's another layer of connection to Hashem that was accomplished when Hashem gave us the Torah. So to understand a little better about what exactly um, was achieved by Hashem giving us the Torah, let's uh, go back a little bit and talk about the first stage, the first layer of our connection to Hashem, what was given to what we have from our, uh, from our patriarchs. We discussed that in creation in general, there are four categories. Inanimate, vegetation, animal, and human. And in uh, inanimate itself, there are all different kinds of things. You can't compare a sand to gold, although there's a very big difference between them. There's a virtue that gold has that is far beyond sand, but yet sand and gold are, are still in the same category. In both of them, you don't see any spiritual energy at all. That's why the word that describes them is doimim, they're silent. You don't see any spiritual energy. As opposed to vegetation, vegetation there is already something, you could see some spiritual energy, and that's why it grows. And in vegetation itself, there are different kinds of things that grow. But the greatest um, uh, vegetable or tree in that category has no comparison to animals. Animals already already have a a have nefesh, they have a soul that makes them have some kind of sense of understanding and feelings, whatever that means in their level, on the level of the animal. And then there's another category of the human being. The human being has a nefesh asichlis, he has an intellectual soul. But even the um, highest level of uh, creation, the human being, is a creature of Hashem. It's a creature. As opposed to the creator, the creator, of course, is not the distance between creator and creation. Even the distance between the highest level of creation is much, uh, it's a much bigger gap between man and creator and man and the, anim- and the inanimate. Because this is, a, this is a, a limited gap. They're both, after all, sand and human being are still in the same, they're both creations of Hashem. But... Um, the uh, creator is 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 a whole is a whole different kind of being, the one who made everything. So, because a Jew has inside of him a part of Hashem, so a Jew is considered not another category in creation, but a Jew is considered a a, a part of uh, the creator. A Jew is a part of Hashem in him. Therefore, it's not just a higher kind of creature of Hashem; rather. The Jew is a whole different kind of being. A Jew is a part of Hashem. A Jew is in the realm of the Creator. But even um, this um, um, this classification that Hashem gave us through us being born to our patriarchs is not as great as what happened when Hashem gave us the Torah. What happened when Hashem gave us the Torah? It says in... Uh, uh, that when you say the words, Hashem has chosen us from all the nations, 
you're supposed to remember how Hashem gave us the Torah. Because the choice of Hashem and the Jewish people, when did Hashem choose us as His people? He chose us at, at Mount Sinai. It says also in, um, in our prayers, in Abudraham, it says, only on Yantif do we say the words, you chose us from all nations. Why do we say that specifically on Yantif? Because Shabbos we already got before we got Mount Sinai. When Yantif is something that was new, that was introduced, and Hashem gave us the Torah. So the choice of Hashem and the Jewish people, his choice in us, is something that was unique to Mount Sinai. There's really, there's really a Pasuk which says this, as I mentioned last time, it says in the Pasuk, You are a holy nation to Hashem, and a new Hashem is chosen. Rashi explains, You are holy to Hashem. That refers to the holiness you got from Avisecha, from your forefathers. And Hashem has chosen in you. That's something that's new that was introduced at Mount Sinai when God chose us. So, in general, there's there are two explanations of um, the unique uh, achievement of Hashem choosing us in Mount Sinai. One is that now the Jewish body also became holy. And although the truth is, we learned in many. Um, previous classes how the circumcision of Avraham and Yitzchak and Yaakov all were all achieved that the holiness of Hashem is not just in the soul but it's also in the body but uh, that's the impact of the circumcision that the circumcision is, is about the neshama being connected to the body that's something else and Mount Sinai it's not about the soul's um, connection to the body, which is what circumcision is, on Mount Sinai it's about the choice of Hashem, the Jewish body intrinsically independent of the circumcision. It's not about the soul connecting to the body, the holiness of the soul coming into the body, that rather, at Mount Sinai, Hashem chose the Jewish body itself. And that's the meaning in Tanya, the Alter says, what's the meaning of Hashem has chosen us? The Alter says, the choice of Hashem in us is in the Jewish body. The Jewish body externally is the same as a non-Jewish body. And that's the meaning of Hashem. What did Hashem choose? He chose the Jewish body, a choice, the choices of the Jewish body. So that's the simple way of explaining what happened to Mount Sinai, that Hashem didn't only connect to us on a soul level, He also connected to us on a physical level, so that our body became holy. That's one way of explaining uh, what was unique about Mount Sinai. Uh, but the truth is, that what was unique about Mount Sinai is not only that Hashem's choice extended to the Jewish body, but even regarding the neshama, even regarding the soul, there's something that was achieved through Mount Sinai that far um, did something far more than the connection we had already before Mount Sinai. What was the difference? What happened at Mount Sinai that uh, we didn't have before that was uniquely introduced through um, the giving of the Torah? even vis-a-vis our souls. The Ramam writes in the laws of tshuva that every person, every Jew, has free choice. And he says, although a person may be born with all kinds of negative tendencies, nature and nurture, and 
environments that have developed those negative tendencies. The Rambam writes that every Jew has free choice. And he brings a verse to show this. The verse is, Man will be like one of us. And the Talmud explains, There's something in man that mirrors the Creator. What does man have that mirrors the Creator? Free choice. The, a person has the ability to choose uh, any path in life, despite the fact that he has a certain nature. There's no such thing as being forced. The, the Chassidus even says about Pare. Torah says that Hashem hardened Pare's heart because uh, it doesn't seem possible uh, that a human being could choose to torture himself so much like Pare did. No, I don't want blood to do sheeple go. It doesn't matter that I had the plague of blood and the plague of frogs and the plague of lice and the plague of hail. It doesn't seem possible. And the Torah says, Hashem hardened his heart. But if you look in Parshish Bo, where Moshe Rabbeinu was being told by Hashem to visit Pare, to come to Pare, Hashem says, go to Pare. Rashi says, and warn him. Warn Pare. So a warning is only something that's possible if the person who's being warned has a choice to, um, to listen, not to listen. So Chassidus says that even Parai had free choice whether or not to obey Hashem's warning or not. Although Hashem hardened his heart, it doesn't mean that his heart was hardened in a way that left no free choice. He still, was, he still had a volition to listen or not to listen. But the true meaning of free choice um, only exists in the realm of the Creator. Only the Hashem himself has real free choice. Why? Although a person has free choice to do the right, not the wrong thing, uh, the wrong thing, but the real meaning of free choice only applies to Hashem. Chaim. If you choose something because someone beat you up, and said you have to choose A or, or B, so you, obviously that's not free choice. You're forced to beat you up. Even if you choose something, um, no, one's, no one's hitting you, but you, there's a virtues in A over B. There is something in you that um, is forcing that choice. In fact, it's more than someone hitting you. As a human being, an, an intellectual person, the fact that you're choosing A over B is not, is not a... Um, it's more, you're more, you're, you're, there's more of a coercion by your mind to choose A over B than than uh, when someone will hit you. This is, there is something about A that's better than B that you clearly see. So therefore you're going to choose A over B. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a choice. When is the, when is the word choice apply? Oh, we're talking all about Yisrael. What's a Yisrael? What's a Jew? So the unique um, quality that Hashem gave us at Mount Sinai was not only that he chose our bodies and made our bodies holy, but also the fact that Hashem chose us at all. The choice of Hashem, the Jewish people, that's something new. Let's, let's understand this more clearly. What did we learn about before? What happened um, through, what, the connection, what kind of connection to Hashem do we have because of our Mitzvah and Yaakov? So we learned that um, if you love someone because of their virtues, you understand how wonderful they are. You understand how great they are. They're your, they're your best friend. So, 
you're you really care about this person, and when something happens, you 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 are you're affected by by what the events that happen to this person because you care about them. But ultimately, intellect is a, an external faculty, and since intellect is external, all the emotions that are created because of this um, because of your understanding are all it's it's all external. It's not you yourself, as opposed to a, as opposed to a parent and a child. The child is a part of you. I don't know if you saw Rachmanol Tzlan, this lady who lost two children there to saw yesterday. She, she um, unbelievable, she said to the, um, she made a statement to the news, and she said that uh, there's, a hole, there's a hole in the heart. And nothing can, nothing can, can plug up that hole. She got all kinds of celebration and, and whatever the government will possibly do from now on and whatever, there's still going to be a hole in the heart. And, and, and that's because... A child, a Chonol Tzlan, is a part of is a part of her, and her children are part of her, and therefore they're gone. There's a part of that's missing. Chonol Tzlan, Tulbiyas Mashiach, Karim Amish. So, so, um, so the the bond the Jewish people have with Hashem before the giving of the Torah is like a child, a child to a father. Children aren't just connected to their parents because the parents appreciate how smart they are and how delicious they are and how wonderful they are. Children are part of the parent. It's atzimistik farbund. It's a connection of essence to essence. However, even this connection is something that is still natural. It's something that is that is inborn. It's something that's part of part of the 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 part of our um, part of our created qualities. Meaning, meaning, just like we have intelligence, just like we have emotions, just like we have certain tendencies, things that Hashem made. So this is also a nature that Hashem made in creation that the, of the relationship between parents and children. That, that they that they are a, a, you know that the children are part of the parents. That's something that's part of the nature of parents and children. It's not it's not it's not um, it's not this, it's not something which is unique to this to the soul. The soul has in it this ability to have pshitus. Pshitus means to have no form. Nature, any kind of nature, even the nature of parents and children, their love for each other, that's still a kind of a form, it's still some kind of a parameter that Hashem made in creation. Then there is the soul itself, which is beyond a created being. The soul itself has no parameters. The, the soul has intellect, the soul has feelings too. But then there is the essence of the soul, which has no parameters at all. And that's why Chassidus says that the true meaning of free choice only exists in a Jew. Because the Jew is a part of Hashem. Just like Hashem, only Hashem can really, only, but Hashem can you say has free choice. Because there's nothing that, that everything to Hashem is negligible. You can't say that one is, something is bigger or better than the other, for, because compared to Hashem, it's all, it's all equal. Hashem created everything. So too, in a, in a Jew, a Jew also has this, this ability of free choice, and only a Jew has real free choice, because a Jew has a part of Hashem in him, a, a, which is pshitus, which has no parameters whatsoever. Let's say it this way. Let's say let's talk about how it is by Hashem. It says in the pasuk, "Gam bein va'ach He has no children, and he has no brothers. What do we mean? He doesn't has no brothers. He has no children. Then we just say that that we are Hashem's children. So how do we say that Hashem has no brothers and has no children? So there are two psukim. There are two verses. One verse says, "Al dmus hakisid muskmariyadam." On top of the divine throne, there is the image of man. There's something manlike, 
on the divine throne. And then another, in the, it says another verse, Ein guf, guf, in the prayer of Yigdal, we say that Hashem has no body, nothing similar to a body. So, so this explains that there is Hashem himself, who has no body, nothing similar to a body. And there's a way Hashem's light is contracted to relate to creation, where Hashem made the ten spheres, and Hashem uh, made something in His light that would be the source of the soul of man and the different parameters of the soul of man. So the reason why we have ten soul faculties is because Hashem caused a, a, a uh, contraction in His light to be like... Um, to be, li- to, to be the source of what man was going to be. So when we say in the Torah that, man, that on, the, on the throne there is an image of man, that's referring to the contraction of Hashem's light into the world of Atzilus, where there are ten spirits. And when we talk about Hashem having no body, nothing similar to a body, that's talking about Hashem's essence. So at Mount Sinai, two things were accomplished, and they're related to each other. The first thing is, is that Hashem chose the Jewish people. Not only is the relationship of a father and a child, which again, has a, it's, it's a natural connection. It's a connection of essence, but it's essence, the essence of the tzir. It's the essence of the way things already have a form and a definition and a nature. It's the essence of the nature of man, but it's not the essence, literally the essence of man. It's the... the Mount Sinai, Hashem's choice to the Jewish people, there is the way, the way He loved us before giving the Torah. That's, way, that's where He, so to speak, is like a father to children. That's talking about how Hashem's light is contracted and uh, 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 is similar to a, a, a man, and we talk about a love like a father to a child. That's, that's the way His light is, 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 is uh, contracted. That's not His essence. However, at Mount Sinai, Hashem chose us from His very essence. The love of Hashem to the Jewish people at Mount Sinai is incomparable to the love of Hashem to the Jewish people before Mount Sinai. Before, it's like a father to children. But even but the relationship of a father to children is something that's in the realm of creation. That's, that's, it's, it's, the, it's the essence of that realm. It's the highest point in that realm. But it's still something which has parameters and limitations. When we say that Hashem chose us at Mount Sinai, where did the choice come from? The choice came from Himself, from His very essence. The way he is, he has no body, no semblance of, of a body. The way he has no, no contraction whatsoever. Not the way his light is contracted in Tatsilas, but the way he is in himself. So that's why at Mount Sinai, the second thing happened. The second thing is that Hashem chose the Jewish body. The reason why the choice of Hashem is the Jewish body is because he chose the Jewish body. If the connection was based upon some kind of a parameter, some kind of limitation, so then... Hashem's connection to us is because of our holy soul. The soul is holy. The soul is a part of Hashem. Okay. But that, the, what was unique at Mount Sinai is that Hashem chose us. And this choice is deeper than the bond of a father to a child. This is something which comes from the essence of Hashem to the essence of a Jew, and therefore it extends not only to the soul, but also to the body. And this also mirrored in us the similar thing that at Mount Sinai, Hashem gave us a new kind of... Because by Hashem choosing us, we chose Hashem. And so our devotion to Hashem at Mount Sinai also wasn't just like parents, children to parents, but we also chose Hashem. That's why at Mount Sinai, the Torah says, Jewish people became Hashem's servants. What's unique about being a servant of Hashem? A servant, unlike a child, is not serving his master because 
it's his nature to serve his master. It's beyond his nature. A servant serves his master. He likes to serve. He doesn't like to serve. There's a, there's a, there's a bond there that it seems, it seems colder because um, we're thinking about the word slaves, what slaves are. And so to our Western ears, it sounds like something lower. But the, 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 the choice of Hashem and the Jewish people caused that we choose Hashem from our very essence. That our bond is not just a natural bond, not just a bond of parents and children, but a bond of essence to essence that's beyond the, the bond of, of parents and children. Even though parents and children is also called essence, but it's still, it's still, it's still somewhat, um, it's, it's still, it's still in the realm of creation. However, the, the idea of, of a free choice, that's something which is unique to Hashem himself. Uh, he, only he has the ability to have, to totally be free in his choices because all of creation is negligible to him. And he, on Mount Sinai, chose us, and that also caused us to choose him. That's why, the last time, when Sheikh will come, every single Jew will be redeemed. At the excess of Egypt, not everyone was redeemed. You could be redeemed because you're Hashem's child, or you could choose to opt out. You could choose to cancel that. You could choose to hide that. And if you did, you were, um, you were not uh, redeemed. You could decide, I don't want to be a child of Hashem, I'm a slave of Pari. And you have that ability to make that choice, even though you, you can't really shake the bond, but you could cover it. In the Talmud, he uses the expression, in Kategonasis and Neger. A, the, an accuser cannot be a defendant. If you're being redeemed because you're God's child, you can't, um, and you're saying you're not God's child, so the, the, the thing that's accusing you, you're saying you're not Hashem's child, can't be what redeems you. You're saying I'm not Hashem's child. That's only before the giving of the Torah. After giving the Torah, this becomes a choice of a Jew. It's not just their connection to Hashem based upon a relationship of parents and children. Now this is a connection of the essence to essence, and therefore, the when the shofar is blown, every Jew is going to uh, choose to come along with the shofar immediately when coming Mashiach. Mm. So wait.